in West Des Moines. For 75 years, NCMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Ken Miller, we are on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. We take you until noon. Michael Swain uh, coming up here uh, in about uh, 20. I couldn't find the kill switch. (laughs) It got you. It did. It came quickly. We're about 30 minutes, 35 minutes away. (laughs) We got a lot of college football. Indeed we do. To recap, and that music means it's our man. It's Bama Bob. Sorry about that, audience. I apologize. Uh, Bama, did I get any on you? I gotta gotta punch you. Oh, up there here. he is, Bama. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, I had a mask on, so I'm good. <laughs> okay, my apologies. Uh, anyways, uh, another crazy weekend comes and goes. Uh, before we get into the, the the conferences, just your overall kind of view of what we witnessed this weekend. Yeah, this was. Um, there was a couple things. Uh, you know, I thought kind of the. You know, Georgia, we didn't really expect much because they really weren't playing a tough opponent. Ohio State really looks like, to me right now, the only team that can challenge Georgia. And I know a lot of that can change. Um, Alabama, guys, is still struggling. They, I know Arkansas is good, but you start Mm -hmm. looking at, you know, they're a little bit limited. And Alabama just cannot, cannot run the football. even though they've got an excellent back. Bryce Young throws for 561 yards and five scores, and it's still a four-quarter game for them. So, uh, you know, which I don't know if that elevates him or not, but Stroud right now, Ohio State really looks strong. Michigan, i I got to give him credit. Yeah, me too. Uh, really nice win over Maryland. When I talked about that on Friday. This is one of these kind of classic hardball games. But, look, they'll get their shot. Um, they get their shot when it's Saturday, I guess, uh, in, you know, in Ann Arbor. And mm-hmm. this is one of those, man, look, if you're Harbaugh, you've got to win this game. Everybody's been doubting you all year, and now you got a chance to go probably, you know, at least clinch the East and, and maybe a playoff spot uh, with it if you can finish it out. Um, Pac-12, we'll see you later. Yep, uh, that was done. just an embar- embarrassing five, five straight years now, I think, no playoff for the Pac-12. Yeesh. It's just bonkers. Yeah. Yeah, and just an embarrassing performance by Oregon, and and really the news down here, uh, you know, in in the southeast is the Florida opening. Uh, mm. We all kind of thought it was coming. Um, Dan Mullen just doesn't get it. I mean, I I, I don't understand. Uh, I think it's more his attitude and his reaction. You're starting to see a lot of stories now that he doesn't really put in a lot of as much effort on the recruiting trail. I mean, he's kind of mentioned it a little bit. You know, we'll worry about recruiting when the season's over. Well, okay, that, look where that got you. Um, but just another really kind of bad performance at Missouri. So, um, to me, that's when you have LSU, Florida, and USC open, I mean, those are three just really high-profile jobs, and it's going to be – and then there's going to be a lot, probably a few others come open uh, because of those, whoever whoever gets those is probably going to leave somewhere else. So um, it's it's going to be interesting. But man, what a, what a crazy weekend! Cincinnati finally looks like Cincinnati. Uh, you know, against a decent SMU team. I, I didn't like SMU. I think I said that Friday. Mm-hmm. I didn't like them. I didn't think they were 
uh, as highly rated as they should have been. But I guess Cincinnati probably going to be number four now. Uh, and then it's going to, it looks like it may be, if everybody wins out, it's going to be Alabama, Georgia. Um, for the, we know that's the SEC championship game. You've got uh, Ohio State, Michigan, probably for the East. Uh, and in a potential playoff spot, and then if 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 that the Big Ten is now fascinating, guys, because whoever wins the East, if they lose, mm-hmm. what do we do? Who, who 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 gets in? Crappy uh, Notre Dame. Crappy Notre yeah, Dame. I think or, it has to be. Yeah. yeah. How about Oklahoma State? Are they? Th- they're fine. They they I run think, the table. They're too. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I I totally agree with that because right now, as it stands, I don't think Alabama can beat Georgia, so that's going to take them out of the equation. Yeah, we'll see uh, if the. If the Big Ten East uh, loses the Big Ten championship game, does that take the Big Ten totally out and put Cincinnati in? You mentioned Notre Dame, Oklahoma State. Could we have Georgia, Notre Dame, Cincinnati, and Oklahoma State in the playoff this year? Could happen. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blowout city in the semifinals. Yeah, no, that, I, don't, I don't want to see that. Well, no. let, let, let's go around the conferences. Um I'll, I'll save the ACC. Trent, we'll start in the, in, in the Big 12. Thank Oklahoma goodness. State blank and Texas Tech. I mean, that, that's, that's eye-opening. Uh, Texas Tech, you saw what they did mm-hmm. against what we thought was a pretty good Iowa State defense the week before. Oklahoma State just took them completely out of the game. The quarterback had no chance. No chance at all. Oklahoma State is trending the right direction. We know the record, of course, of Gundy in the matchup in Bedlam. What is he? Two, two wins, I know, is what he has. I can't remember the total number of games. But regardless, they're trending the right way. They're playing... The way that you want to be playing at this point, Spencer Sanders continues to do just enough. They're the class of this league. Still got to finish the job. Mm-hmm. Not going to be easy by any means, but the gap between Oklahoma State and everybody else right now, pretty significant in the Big 12. Yeah. Anything else in the Big 12 catch your eye, Trent? Um, I, you know, we talked about the Iowa State game, obviously not. Yeah. I was rooting for Kansas to get another win. And they almost did. They, they were right there and had yeah. another opportunity to make it back-to-back weeks. And I continue to wonder, now Max Duggan was back out there. What's his future mm. like at TCU? Mm. You know, let me ask both of you guys this. Uh, when we were talking about Iowa State earlier in the show, I, I thought Matt Campbell made a mistake, or Manning, whoever it was, spiking the ball uh, on, on first down. You know, you, you give away one. It was incomplete, incomplete, and then hair on fire. You have to make a play, and, and it was picked off at the end. But with 35 seconds left, you got time. And, and they threw that what was fourth down, uh, that that final offensive play of the game, there was still 15 seconds on the clock mm-hmm. for which Oklahoma had to come back on the field and kneel down. Am I making too much of this? I, th- I thought that's a big mistake, Trent. No, I, I think you make sense, and I kind of thought the same thing too. That's one of those where it's down to you know inside of 25 seconds. Sure, you do that. You just got to get up there. You got to stop the clock any way right. possible. But guess Avery Hutchinson. I mean, you can't throw one and up to 35 him. seconds, and they wasted a down. So instead of having three downs to score, or four downs to score, he had three. I just, I, I thought that that was a mistake. Nervous about the offensive line protecting? Now nah, maybe something to, to that. Give it up a sack. Up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyways, Bama, your thought takes takeaways on the Big 12, Bama? Yeah, I thought, uh, I'm, I'm with you a little bit on the Iowa State, uh, you know, the killing on first down. I that's always a tough call when you get down, you know, you're what at the 25, whatever it was, um, 20 yard line. It was within, certainly within shot of the end zone. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if you, I think the, the fear is there. If you complete one underneath, guy gets tackled and bounced. I got to scramble again. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you're down to those 12 or 15 seconds or whatever it is, but you're right. It is a wasted down. You always worry about two. 
Um, you, how many times you see it, you know, when you try to line up uh, and run a play real quick, you know, guys aren't they they jump or sure. fault start or whatever. But it, it's up, a tough yep. call. Yep. Um, but you're you know Oklahoma State. You're you're absolutely 100 percent correct. That is the right now they're the best team in the Big 12 bar none. And, and this this is it. Look, you're going to get Oklahoma twice. It looks like. Yep. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess they own the they own the tiebreak over Baylor. Um, so. I don't know how Baylor can catch them. Is that? I mean, am I right on that? I no. I well, Baylor's got two losses, and Baylor picked them off. They'd have the head. You know, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. They would have the head. I'm looking at. Yeah, I'm looking at the wrong stats. Yeah. So this is a big game for yeah. Oklahoma. Then, obviously, but look, Oklahoma State. It's right there in front of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is right there. You've got the game in Stillwater. Right. And I mean, if if you want it, go take it. So I guess is, is basically what I'm getting to. And. We've talked about Sanders. Is he has he done just enough? He has, but you're mm-hmm. right. Shutting out Texas Tech in Lubbock that says a lot about that defense, and that's something that has been Oklahoma's problem. I was I'm like you, Ken. I was really, really rooting for Kansas to win that game because if they had, <laughs> they would have been tied with Texas at the bottom of. You the know, game. let me let me stop both of you guys right here because I thought you were my friends. I I really did. Um, I, I I enjoy working with Trent as much as I've enjoyed working with anybody. Bama, you and I have known each other for twenty years. Why didn't you stop me? I tried. I was laughing at you. I was giving you so much crap. Texas? That's how you were under the week last week with Texas? Yeah. And you didn't listen. No, I didn't listen. It was locked. It was in the, it was in the notebook, and it was over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're right, Bam. I mean, Texas and Kansas could have, could have been. Yeesh. Yeah, and, and Texas is, they're, they're, they can't go to a ball game. They're done. Isn't Four that seven. wild? That's yeah, and that, that, great this losses. is the team that really could use a ball game. Yeah, and I don't care if they, I don't care what ball, I don't care what, you know, who plays, who doesn't, whatever. This is a team that could use the extra couple of weeks mm-hmm. uh, on the field, and they're not going to get it because once your season's over, you can't practice anymore. Mm-hmm. So this this was a a real bad loss. Uh, for them in a season that has just been an abject disaster for the long haul. I'll say. Uh, Trent, the Big Ten, more impressed with Ohio State or Michigan this past weekend? Definitely Ohio State because I didn't watch much the Michigan-Maryland game, to be honest. It was 49 yeah. nothing, And Michigan State, yes, they were overrated, and they're not as good as maybe the record says they are. But 49 nothing at the half. Isn't he? They played anybody in the country, including Georgia last week, and Ohio State would have beat them. I think so, too. I don't know if that's going to play out when we get to January, but on that Saturday, there was nobody. I don't know if an all-star team could have beat them. Mm. They were playing at that kind of level. And get down early, it's 14-0 in a blink of an eye. Can't give it to Kenneth Walker and 49 nothing. Just amazing. Yeah, Bama in the Big Ten. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Ohio State as well. The I, I'm not going to say that Georgia wouldn't have beat them last week. Georgia hasn't been challenged. I think that's one of the big issues right now they haven't seen an offense like ohio state could throw at them uh but likewise there's no defense in the big 10 that ohio state could face i i think right now the way it's trending that is the game we're going to see i i will be surprised i'll be stunned if ohio state's not two this week they have to be yeah. uh and i think alabama third and and i guess cincinnati fourth maybe mm-hmm. move michigan up i'm not sure um it really doesn't matter because those two are going to play next week but uh, you know, good win for Wisconsin. Again, Nebraska keeps playing It's unbelievable. They just, they just cannot win. Um, and that Wisconsin team, I know Ohio State is getting all the love right now, and, and as well they should. I mean, that's just not a team I don't mm-hmm. think you're going to want to have to beat. 
coming off the Michigan game? Because you're going to give everything you have in, against Michigan. I mean, I, I think it's going to take that um, to win that game. I think Ohio State will win that game. And then it's just you're looking across and it's like, okay, well, you know, I don't know. I just think that's going to be a, a tough nut. But uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Frost, but kudos to that team this year because they are – that defense especially, they, they've they never quit on him. Nope. I don't know if that's going to get him another year. I don't know if it should get him no, another it, year. No, it is. They've already said he's coming back, so he's in. Well, yeah, I mean, okay, I guess. But I don't know how – I don't know. I don't know who else you're going to get for that job. But – you got to give them credit because they played. They're, that's a three and eighteen going nowhere. They haven't been going anywhere for a while, and good on them. Uh, Illinois, I thought again played hard, played up to as well as they can play right now. Uh, but I think that's a team next year. I will be surprised if they're not uh, in a bowl game. Uh, Penn State, I don't know where. I think James Franklin's going to be in the mix for one of these guys at jobs, and I think it may be Florida. I think there's a lot of push for him. To take that Florida job, he's he's from you know he won at Vanderbilt for three years. He kind of knows the area. Um, he's got the kind of offense, and he looks like a like more of a coach than Dan Mullen does. Um, I know he, they've had kind of a down year this year, but is he ready to make a change? I think Florida's going to make a big run at him. But you know, look, it all sets up. We, we we talked about it all year. All the you know Iowa's been ranked number two. Michigan State was been ranked what two or three or whatever it was, and after the win against Michigan, and they've they've just had all this, uh, you know, churn in the Big Ten, and here we are sitting. Uh, we're going to probably wind up with one versus or two versus five, two versus four, uh, for the you know Ohio State Michigan. And I'm glad this game matters. I really am. This mm-hmm. this is one of those games. Alabama Auburn hasn't mattered for a while. USC yep. UCLA hasn't mattered in a long time. Um, I'm really glad that this one, uh, last game of the year, is there's a lot on the line for it because it's only going to make the, the the sport is better when this game matters. And boy, man, it matters this year. No doubt about it. And then the nightcap prime timer is is Bedlam, uh, which got a chance yes. to be special as well. Speaking of special, boy, Utah, Trent, uh, they, they took it to Oregon right from the jump. I thought Whittingham was rubbing it in a little bit at the end of the first half when he called timeout to force them to putt. That's why he's coaching, making millions, and I'm working with you. Um, <laughs> which is, I don't mean to sound that as a not. Jeez, that's, that's the only you're reason. You're really, yeah, you're really that, fired that, up that, about that, us that, not that, taking Texas <laughs> off the board for you. That didn't come out well. Uh, but my point is they, they scored, uh, they returned the punt for score. Utah, Trent, bye-bye Oregon, bye-bye Pac-12. Utah's a player. And played for the Rose Bowl now as they yeah. are locked in, of course, with the South Division title already wrapped up. And we could get a rematch, but the Beavers are still alive. They are. In the Civil War coming yes. up this week. Washington now, State still has Washington a Does Washington State yeah. have a path? They do, right? They do. They yeah, need they do. Oregon State to beat Oregon, and they need to win themselves. Washington in the rivalry game, they would have so the tiebreaker. Beavers beat the Ducks. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington, Washington State, State wins against Washington, and at they Washington. should they're, at Washington. Though. But they, Wazoo at seven yeah. and five would be in. With Oregon what they State went through. needs Oregon State needs Washington to beat Washington State, and then they got to beat Oregon, yeah. and then they're in. How about that? Uh, Oregon, Oregon just wins, and they're and they're going to get the rematch with Utah. Yeah. So, and Friday yeah. night we get what do we get Friday night? Which is the game Friday night? Is it Washington, Washington State? Uh, that I Friday night is Colorado, Utah, Washington State, Washington. Dang. Those are the two on yeah. Friday. Civil War two thirty on Saturday. Okay, I'm in. And I hope they wear the highlighter jerseys again, the orange versus the neon. Yeah. How about speaking of jerseys, Bama UCLA just crushed USC. That was yeah, embarrassing. They, 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 I don't know what's going on at USC. I, 
you know, guys, this, this kind of tells me, uh, and I, look, I've been on it for, I've said it for a month now. I think Urban Meyer's going back. Yeah, I, mean, I, I just, uh, I think they've got him in leaving. the pocket. Yep. I do too. I mean, he, I watched a lot of that Jackson, not a lot. I mean, why would you watch Jacksonville if you don't have to? <laughs> um, but just some of the decisions and the body language of that team. I mean, he's miserable. He is no no chance he could go to Florida, right? I mean, that ship sailed. No, I don't. No, no, no. I think that ship has sailed. I don't think they. There, look, there's a lot of people at Florida that would take him back. Yeah, there's just too much. Um, we quit on him. I, they did, and he yeah he quit on this. Right. I think is the bigger thing. Now it's a new AD. It was Jeremy Foley there for I don't know, almost twenty plus Fair years. Point. Strickland is there now. So, but I. I and then there was a lot too with the off the field stuff, and and Aaron Hernandez is is still kind of an albatross around him. And look, I mean, you can't you can't blame him for anything Hernandez did later in life, but he gave him chance after chance mm-hmm. after chance, and I think that's been proven. But I, I don't, I think that ship has has sailed. There's a like I said, there's a lot of people that would take him back, but I still think he's going to USC because I mean, I. I I'll put it this way: I don't see how he. I can't see him coaching in the NFL next year. He just he looks miserable. He's on a crappy team. He knows that he is two or three years away from even contending for a playoff spot. In and he, you know, eight and eight would be a great year, and that's probably not going to get you a playoff spot. And you know, you're not going to win. I just I think he's too competitive for that. Losing just eats at him and. I think he's going to USC, and it's almost like they've got him in their back pocket, and they know it, so they don't care what happens right now. But it, it's that team is, and they've been worse since they fired Helton. But, uh, you know, good for Chip Kelly. Uh, he needed it. He needed it. Yeah. Um, but he's got to listen. He's got to do something next year. I mean, he's that's another guy that's just, uh, you know. I heard somebody say, you know, he kind of ripped it down to the studs, and okay, maybe he did, and now he's building it back up, but. At some point, you got to start winning, and you start looking at where they are in those standings and how far they you know They're two games behind Utah. They're tied with Arizona State. Um, that's not where you want to be if you're UCLA and you're paying a coach that much money. So, um, but yeah, I, I I'm fascinated by the North uh, right now. I mean, I just I, I I'm hoping. I'm, I'm hoping for Washington State or Oregon State to get in that championship game. I just think it'd be great. Um, nobody would watch anyway, but, <laughs> so I'm just I, I I I would I'd love for the Beavers to get in. They have the tougher path. They need two teams to lose. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I don't know what a mess that conference is. Just just an absolute mess. And Oregon, you've said it, and you know you were proven right. Fraud at number three, and man, did they go out with a whimper. So, uh, Bama, we're getting to the SEC here in a moment. Just quickly, and connecting Ken's love of the ACC, Shane Beamer, <laughs> he gets this crappy South Carolina team to a bowl what game. What a with great them. win! It, for it, him. It just, yeah, we talked about it. Of course, they had the mm-hmm. grad transfer from Iowa State and North yep. Dakota State that was starting games. Mm-hmm. Huge congratulations, Shane Beamer. Of course, we know his dad. Yep, Virginia Tech's open. Is is it yep. a oh. foregone conclusion? Is it? Well, you'd never leave an SEC program for an ACC. What's happening there? What's the scuttlebutt down in the South? Well, the the I watched a lot of that game. Um, I did too. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and the, you know his his statement officially is this is my destination job, South Carolina. Yep. He's talking about he wants to build his own legacy. Now he never came out and said he's kind of like Jimbo Fisher. You know. He never came out and said, I'm not taking the Virginia Tech job. But it sounds like he wants to stay at South Carolina. Um, he wants to make his own name, his own legacy. 
And I can get that a little bit. I mean, you know, I, to me, these are two jobs that are probably on par with one another. Um, you know, Steve Spurrier won at South Carolina, so yeah. it's not impossible. A lot of talent in that state. The problem is he's the problem is a school that's probably I don't know 150 miles <laughs> west of him right now is just a juggernaut yeah. in there. And I know they're having a down year, but I expect them to be back. I don't think Sweeney's going anywhere. Uh, and then of course you've got Georgia, um, and then whoever takes over at Florida. It's a tough nut to crack uh, there in Columbia. But this is he said this is where he wants to be. We'll we'll find out, you know, if if that's true or not. Because I don't know that South uh, that I'm sorry, Virginia Tech's really going to be able to open up the bank for him. Um, which would, you know, if if your heart's not really in it, then you know your wallet is. And I just don't know that that they're going to be able to open up to five and a half, six million bucks to entice him out of. Uh, well, plus his buyout after one year's got to be pretty. I would think. Uh, I, don't I would think so. Yeah, um, because he was. This, yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but it, it has to be pretty hefty. So um, I hope he stays. He got that team. That was a that was a good win over Auburn. You saw the locker room afterwards. I'm sure yeah. on social media. We got three minutes left, guys. Let's get to the SEC. And I do want to uh, all of us go on records. What we'll hear tomorrow night. Um, Trent SEC takeaway would be uh, the the end of the Missouri game. And <laughs> excuse me, I never saw it. It was again. I was on the radio of that one, and, and just the Missouri radio call was absolutely incredible there. Mullen, we know, of course, what Went happened. for two, and then we saw the press conference uh, yes. going back to last year, the force be with you or something, yes, right? Yeah, Pull, pulled that out, had the lightsaber. It was it was a fun moment there, and good for Mizzou to get that one. Bull eligible now with that yeah. victory. And, of course, here in the SEC, it's not exactly the easiest place to win. Missouri continues to do some pretty good things here. I think they got the right guy there. Bama, minute on the SEC. Yeah, Alabama's in. I, listen, I think they're going to win the Iron Bowl, but I, there's right now they can't beat Georgia unless they can figure out a running game. And you never put anything past Saban and that coaching staff. But uh, Arkansas, you know, just really bottled up the run. Uh, you know, not completely shut it down, but when your quarterback has to throw it, you know, for 559 yards, generally that's not the formula for Alabama. Um, you know, not a whole. You know, you have good. You know, good on Kentucky, eight and three. Mm-hmm. You know, got a got a shot at nine and three. Um, struck me watching. I, I flipped over just very briefly to the LSU game, and I know they were playing UL Monroe. Guys, there couldn't have been twenty five thousand fans right? in the stadium. I mean, it was just that, that's the worst thing that can happen. And that was Senior Day in Baton Rouge. Yes, I'm assuming. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, I think they get A and M at home, but I'm not sure about that. Uh, I okay. know they have A and M this week, so I I think that is. Yeah, they're at LSU, so they got one more game. Okay. But I mean, just the apathy around that program right now is—I mean, it, it was—it was awful. And but, um, you know, other than that, we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, Iron Bowl this week. I don't—I don't think it'll be competitive. Alabama's a three touchdown favorite. I think they'll—I don't know that they'll cover that. But um, well, save save this for Wednesday. Yeah. Save save this yeah. for Wednesday. Uh, yeah. Let's do our rankings before we have to go to break. Trent, who will the committee name as their top four tomorrow? The top four is Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, and Michigan. Oh, okay. Yeah. A little bit of a curveball. Bama? I think I'm going to go the you know, exact same way. I think they're I think they're going to elevate Michigan. And look, obviously we know it won't mean anything because in Cincinnati will be in, you know, all the whole power five thing will happen and, mm-hmm. you know, blah, blah, blah. But we know it won't mean anything because – the two teams are going to play each other, but I think that's what it's going to be, too, and Cincinnati stays at five. The one thing to watch, does Oklahoma State leap Notre Dame as both those teams will move up? Oh, that's a great point, Keep, Trent. That's yep. the thing that's that probably matters point. more than anything. Yes, because Oklahoma, yep. yeah, that's a great point. 
I'll go Cincinnati four just to be different from you, knuckleheads. Um, and um, all right, Michigan. Longhorn. <laughs> yeah. How, what, what was I thinking? The text. I think I made my best bet of the week. It too. was. Yeah. Oh, Bama. Bama, we'll talk to you on Wednesday. We'll have a uh, handful of, oh, well, I got to do the Egg Bowl. That's kind of a fun game. You know, because what's what's uh, Thursday night? Buffalo Saints, right? Bill Saints? Yes, yep. Give me the Bill Egg Saints, Bowl. Saints, yeah. Give me the Egg Bowl. Got college basketball that night. That's yeah, where I'll football. be. <laughs> you, you do love it. And ho- no, hopefully nobody's simulating peeing on a goalpost. Yeah, that uh, that didn't go over well. Oh, Bama- that was just the most, that was the wildest ending to a game. Crazy. <laughs> That was oh my goodness. Bama, we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Thank you. All right. Take care, guys. Enjoy it. Yeah, good to talk to you. Bama Bob. Follow him on Twitter at Bama Bob. Uh, time for a timeout. Trent Condon will come back. Michael Swain covers Iowa State for 24-7 sports. Mr. Monday Night's got to make his pick before we get out of here just before noon. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106. Path forward. The Chicken Coop is the place for great food and wings with three metro locations. The Chicken Coop has the best, fresh, never frozen wings, buffalo, garlic jalapeno, buck nasty, tropical heat, pepper teriyaki, garlic parmesan, and so much more. Along with steaks, burgers, ribs, and a children's menu for the little ones. And don't forget about the Chicken Coop's daily lunch and drink specials. Catch all the games at the Chicken Coop in Ankeny, Urbandale, Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-COM. Do you remember the last walk-off homer to win the World Series? It's been a while, but the answer is 1993. Do you know when Wolf Roofing started roofing houses? That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866. Or online, Wolf Um. Back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. Let's get right to our friend Michael Swain, Cyclone Alert 24-7 Sports. Uh, he joins us. Michael, Trent, and Ken, as always, thanks for doing this. You know, we um, early in the season thought the uh, offensive line was starting to come together, and for the first time maybe uh, in the Campbell era, really looked as though this was going to be a, well, more than a serviceable unit, but a unit that uh, maybe a little bit above average. Boy, giving up seven sacks against Oklahoma. Uh, teams have found a way to completely take Brees Hall, uh, as far as the running game, for the most part, out of it, which is tough to do. He's as good as there is in the country. Offensive line, kind of an albatross on this Cyclones team, Michael. Do you see it that way? Oh, definitely. I mean, that's been maybe the most disappointing unit overall on the offensive side of the ball this season. You look at kind of what they returned, where you had seven guys that started games last year, and I think the big thing that happened was Jake Remsburg having the injury in the in the Big 12 title game, because Obviously, that's going to set him back, and he played a lot of right tackle, and now you've kind of 
You've got Derek Schweiger playing right tackle, who, quite frankly, he's just not a tackle. And, you know, he's six foot four, he's a guard, and he's a really darn good guard, but he's just a mediocre tackle. And I think that overall now you've seen, I think Jared Hufford, too, is kind of more on that guard side. So you've got kind of five guards. And against a talented, athletic defensive line like Oklahoma, it's going to be tough for those guys to kind of hold their own without extra help from tight ends and chip blocks and things like that. So, you know, I thought Hufford probably had his worst game of the season so far and after he kind of had a strong start. But, yeah, overall, I mean, what they allow, seven sacks, yep. six additional pressures, and they had only allowed 12 sacks all season going into the game. So that unit just overall has really kind of held the offense back, I feel like, kind of here in recent weeks. Charlie Kohler, what a performance as he makes a trip to Oklahoma for the final time. Absolutely tip of the ball cap to that young man. Uh, one thing as we kind of look forward, first of all, thoughts on Kohler and doing that in that environment. What does the future of the tight end position look like? Of course, him and Chase Allen will be departing after this year. Your thoughts at tight end going forward as well? Yeah, definitely. So starting with Charlie Kohler, I mean, like you said, credit to him. That was a, a big-time baller performance. Mm-hmm. I mean, five catches on that final drive, basically – him and Brock Purdy single-handedly drag-dive, stayed down the field on the mm-hmm. final drive. And I thought what Chase Allen said post-game about, you know, they were Chase Allen was going to catch that touchdown and they were going to go to two to Charlie Kohler. And that would have been a great way for him to sign off in Norman. Um, as for the long-term tight end position, I think that's probably the biggest question mark. If you look ahead kind of next season, you're going to return a good amount of the offensive line. You know, you probably lose Newell and maybe Schweiger. We'll see. Um, but I think tight end position is really intriguing. Obviously, Easton Dean is someone that the coaching staff has talked a lot about. Deshaun Hanneke is another person the coaching staff has talked a lot about, but it's going to be kind of the unproven part of the offense next year because you've got Jairo Brock, who had a strong fall camp, and we know a little bit about and plus some of those younger running backs. But, yeah, tight end, not a lot of proven commodities. And for what Iowa State has done in recent years with Cole and Allen being one of these kind of tight end dominant offenses sometimes, really interesting to see how kind of Iowa State pivots because that's what this coaching staff has done. They've kind of built the offense around the players they have, and, Next year, tight end is going to be one of those positions that's just a question mark. Yeah, Jalen Noel looks to me by, by far and away the mm-hmm. best skill player. Uh, anyway, you know what? Let me ask you um, does Campbell or will Campbell be asked tomorrow? Maybe it was after the post game. I thought he made a mistake spiking the ball on that final drive, but, uh, the final possession. I think there was 35 seconds on the clock. They spiked the ball, obviously, instead of four plays. Now you're down to three. As it turned out, there was a couple of uh, incompletions. And then, you know, uh, Purdy was under pressure and threw the ball up. Uh, and, and, and the ball was picked off. I think he was uh, Chase Allen, who he was trying to hit and overthrew. Um, spiked the ball. I didn't like yeah. it at that time, Michael. What was your thought on it? If I'm being honest, I don't mind it. And for me, I think about it more from an offensive line perspective. You know, those guys have been running around all day chasing mm-hmm. the Oklahoma defensive linemen. And I think the last thing you want to do is go hurry up, not give those offensive linemen a chance to get a, their breath and then have Purdy run for his life again. And granted, Purdy was running for his life all game, and maybe the, the extra 15 seconds there, 30 seconds, didn't matter a whole lot. But I do understand the perspective of wanting to spike the ball there, stop the clock. Um, and, of course, you know, if it works out, you know, you don't really look at it. And, of course, if it doesn't work out like it didn't, then you are going to look at it. But I think from my perspective, I'm kind of okay with it just trying to get those offensive linemen just a little bit of rest because they certainly needed it. No doubt. Well, over two little basketballs. We're running short on time, as seems mm. always the case on Mondays. We'll get through college football. It'll be a little bit better going forward with you, Michael. Uh, Win yesterday against Southern. Shot the ball incredibly Very well. Good. Uh, Jazz, he was knocking down shots from all over the place. That little push shot looked absolutely beautiful. Takeaway here to this undefeated start for Iowa State, obviously, gets much tougher coming up this week. 
Yeah, and I think this is a big week, kind of a litmus test for Iowa State now. They've had a really good start. They've played their style of basketball, I think, kind of every game so far. The improvement of Tyrese Hunter has been really fantastic to watch, and I think if you're looking kind of what I'll be looking for, at least kind of again, this Xavier game this week and then whoever they play after that, um, is how do the big men look? Because that's kind of been the position that Iowa State hasn't gotten a bunch of production from. Obviously, Koontz went off last night, but you know, Enaruna had a good night last night, but in general, kind of those two, and then Robert Jones and Condit haven't been producing consistently, and they're going to have a step up kind of here in competition against Xavier with some decent big men. So that's what I'll be watching for, but I think you've got to be super pleased with the way Iowa State has played early on. They've played their style of basketball, and they certainly had the identity, which maybe lacked at times last year. So I think overall, super positive start, but I'm personally super excited to see how the team looks on Wednesday. Yeah, they've already doubled their win total from last year, which is remarkable uh, when you you think about it. Michael Swain, 24-7 Sports Cyclone Alert.com. Michael, as Trent said, once we get through football, and sadly we are almost at the end of football college-wise, our time, uh, our calendar, our our time clock uh, will open up significantly. Michael, thank you for what you do. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Thank you, Michael Swain. No, thanks. You guys, too. Have a good rest of your week. Appreciate it. Michael Swain, 24-7 Sports. Mr. Monday Night Next. It's 1145 on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Sports Station. KXNO. This Thanksgiving, be thankful for free bets. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, has a turkey day no-brainer that you can't miss. New customers just bet $1 on any Thanksgiving game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. And all DraftKings customers can also get in on the game with their same game parlays and offer that's sweeter than grandma's pumpkin pie for the thanksgiving games all customers get a risk-free bet up to 25 bucks if your same game parlay doesn't win DraftKings is safe secure and reliable and best of all you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want do you like pumpkin pie? I love pumpkin pie. I can't stand it. Never what? could. Uh, download the DraftKings. That's not part of the script. Download the DraftKings <laughs> Sportsbook app. Now, use the promo code KXNO. Just bet $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game to win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's code KXNO. This Thanksgiving at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL. You must be 21. Iowa only, new customers only. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-8-KXNO. The Chicken Coop is the place for great food and wings with three metro locations. The Chicken Coop has the best, fresh, never-frozen wings. Buffalo, garlic jalapeno, buck nasty, tropical heat, pepper teriyaki, garlic parmesan, and so much more. Along with steaks, burgers, ribs, and a children's menu for the little ones. And don't forget about the Chicken Coop's daily lunch and drink specials. Catch all the games at the Chicken Coop in Ankeny, Urbandale, and 1-800-BETS-OFF. Pick of the Day is brought to you by Circus Sports. Download the Circus Sports app today to play with Trent or against him. Final couple of minutes here on a Monday. Murph and Andy in at one. The Fanatics at three. Wonder if we'll have coaches shows tonight. Is that on the schedule? I'll look. Do you know six thirty if it is with the uh, coaches Iowa State? DJ Otzelberger. Got women's basketball. The answer would be no. Uh, looking through the schedule this week, Wolves more women's basketball. Don't see anything there. Might be a week off with the Thanksgiving. Yeah, it probably is because a short week football-wise. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the men are headed to Brooklyn? 
Yes, yeah. Brooklyn. Gotcha. That's and Xavier. Chris is going, right? He is, yeah. Jack Nunji and the Musketeers. Nunji had a big game the other day. If Nunji was on this Iowa basketball oh boy, team, what a different team. They'd be an NCAA team. They're a different team. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And probably would have scheduled differently, too. God, it's been abysmal, hasn't it? We got another one of them tonight. Big Ten Network? It is. BTN against Western Michigan. Well, I guess I'll dip in for a little. So I got the Jets and the Penguins. Your Jets are playing course, good hockey? They are. I'm, I don't want to say it. <laughs> Wait, you, don't, you think you got a jinx over yeah, there? Well, you've seen my picks, have well, you Well, that's true. <laughs> uh, speaking of picks, it's time for Mr. Monday Night. Circus Sports sponsors Mr. Monday Night. The Buccaneers are a 12-point favorite over those Giants, Mr. Monday Night. Mr. Monday Night's ready for a banger tonight, and Mr. Monday Night loves the points. Not a boy. Except he made me nervous because <laughs> Mr. Monday Night's close personal friend, Ken Miller. Who stinks. He uh, also likes the Buccaneers. Uh, the uh, the Giants getting the points yep. tonight. Scared me off for a moment, but yeah. We're going to go get the points tonight, but college basketball today, it's already started. And there are, during Feast Week, mm-hmm. as they call it, dubbed on ESPN. So I was going through today, I'm making my picks. Knew I had to get started early because some of the games are, in fact, already <laughs> happening right now. I got... Duquesne laying a point and a half against Bradley coming up in just five minutes. So I was going through. And then I looked at the end. I have 14 picks today. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I, gotta, I might have to pare that down just a little bit before I officially get them in for the rest of the <laughs> slate. But got Maui starting today. Wisconsin against Texas and the Maui the tournaments game. in Vegas? Yeah. How about that? I, I love seeing the old gym. Or is it this year? I think. Didn't my I know Chaminade is still part of the field. I think, that's, I think it's but in they Vegas. Moved it. yeah. I think it's in Vegas. And when I was out there in August, drove by that, I'm like, that's where they play the Bowie Invitational. And that they, it looks like a crappy rec center. Well, Does it crap, really? It's a crappy rec center. That's yeah, what it is. Right. And they play the biggest names in college basketball come there. I love that year after normally. year. It is a right of uh, the end of, it's kind of the transition. From college football to college basketball, although it's been underway. I get it. Anyways, uh, we're out of time. Well, Mr. Monday Night uh, and I are on the same Yeesh. side. Yeesh. It's now 11 at Circa. Tampa Bay, an 11-point favorite. We will be back tomorrow. Um, going to switch some things up. Cappy's going to join us tomorrow at 11.05 instead of Wednesday for you Bears and Chicago sports fans. We're Miller and Condon weekdays from 10 until noon. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO.